Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, hope everybody knows what day it is because this is the weird time of year where nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what day it is until the new year starts and everybody kind of recalibrates, hits equilibrium back. And uh, yeah, so I still I have no idea what day it is. I know it's Friday. Um, so let's just do this. It's time for your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm Alex Clancy. The Cardinals winning or losing on Sunday is paramount to the future of this team. Winning would be a detriment. Losing would be beneficial. I'm going to tell you what I mean. The Arizona Cardinals are sandwiched between three five-win teams and four six-win teams. The Chargers, the Jaguars, and the Panthers all have five wins. The Jets, the Broncos, the Browns, and the Falcons all have six wins. And with that tie, with the Cardinals being 5-9-1, that is technically a better record than being 5-10, and ten, obviously. So if the Cardinals were to win on Sunday and the Jets go to the Bills, they'll probably lose. The Broncos could lose at home against Oakland. The Browns will probably beat the Bengals. And the Falcons could lose in Tampa Bay to the Bucks. Who knows? I mean, when they were good, they would go to Tampa Bay and lose. If the Cardinals win, they could be picking 12th. That's not good. If the Cardinals lose, with the Jaguars playing the Colts at home, that's a potential win for them. The Chargers going to Kansas City with all this on the line for Kansas City. I don't think the Chargers win, but they've done it before. They did it last year in in uh, in incredible fashion, going for two and getting the win at, right at the end of the game. And the Panthers host the Saints. They're not going to get a win there. So the Cardinals could be picking as high as 8th and as low as 12th or 13th, depending on the outcomes of games. That is a huge, stark contrast in future, in the future with, with, with potential assets. Being 13th, you need to trade up. If you need to trade up, you need to give away future assets more than you would if you were number 8, where you could probably just get the guy you want. So winning on Sunday helps nobody. Nobody. Because Kyler Murray and Cliff have already shown everybody what they can do, Kyler Murray and Cliff have already shown that they're, they've meant, they're meant to be in the NFL, Kyler Murray more than Cliff. Cliff is going to have a way tougher road to maintain his status starting next season because you're going to have to you know, improve upon five or six wins. It's a lot easier to improve upon three wins, which he's done in spades. Steve Kime already has his job for next season. I, I don't think there's any any chance of him getting fired at this point. So there is legitimately nothing to play for. Legitimately. For the impact guys. So if, I, I, I don't see an upside for Kyler Murray wanting to play, for Kyler Murray playing. I get that he wants to play. He's a, he's a player. He wants to play. Completely understandable. But that's where coaches need to stand in line and say, hey, Dude, it's not happening. We know what's best for you in this situation. There is zero benefit for Kyler Murray suiting up tomorrow or Sunday. Zero benefit for anybody. We've already seen it. We already know. We already know what Kyler's got. And when it comes to a five-pick discrepancy, possibly, between a win and a loss, between the Cardinals getting the eighth pick and the 13th pick, you shut it down. You shut it down. You shut it down. Alex Clancy here, Locked On Cardinals. Coming up, 
I'm going to talk about one person that should be playing on Sunday a lot. That's next, Locked On Cardinals. If you're looking for a last-minute fun sports gift for the holidays, go to breakingtea.com backslash locked on. Breaking Tea makes sports t-shirts around teams' passion moments. Great for all fans. Go to breakingtea.com backslash locked on, and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. David Johnson needs to touch the ball 30 times on Sunday. And the reason behind it is the Cardinals have failed to see what they have with their now potentially overpaid running back over the last several games of the season. When the playoffs were out of reach, which, you know, was pretty much immediately, David Johnson has not been given the opportunity to show people if he's still got some juice in the tank. And this is a game where even though potentially third stringers will be playing, um, it's a situation where you can tell if he's got juice in the tank or not still. You can tell if he's got the giddy-up, if he's got the push. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. It's the open field. It's the, does he still have that gear that made everybody fall in love with him, that made him get all that money guaranteed? So it's paramount on Sunday as the last chance for the Arizona Cardinals to find out exactly what they have with their running back that he needs to play a lot. Kenyon Drake has already sewn up the chance for him to be the the number one guy if he wants to be, if the money's right, and we're not going to know if the money's right you know, until the last second, most likely. But David Johnson and the question marks surrounding his future some can be answered on Sunday. And again, I'll say this again, again. They are backed into a corner, the brass of the Arizona Cardinals and coaching staff, because they haven't given him the chance to succeed. Given it, you haven't given him the chance to fail. They haven't given him the chance to have more than two or three carries in a game over the last six weeks of the season. You got to give him a chance. You got to see what you have with this guy. Because in training camp, it's never weighed as heavily as games. Even in a Week 17 matchup that doesn't matter, at least it's an NFL game where guys are still playing to make their bonuses. Guys are still playing to make rosters for next season. David Johnson needs to touch the ball 20-plus times on Sunday. I think it's of the utmost importance for that to happen. Because without it, you have a running back controversy going into next year. What's what's up with Chase Edmonds? The one thing I will be pissed if Chase Edmonds gets all the run. It's like at this point, he's got another year to figure out if, if he's you know if he's worth keeping on the roster. I think Chase Edmonds is gonna be great. I just don't know if there you know there's too many mouths to feed. This Kenyon Drake thing kind of threw things for a loop. But David Johnson needs to be on the field a lot, a lot more than Kenyon Drake does on Sunday. 
Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. It's time to praise Steve Keim, and I'll do it next. Locked On Cardinals. Final segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Bo Brock and I will be back together on Monday, most likely. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Steve Keim deserves praise. If we look back from the beginning of the most recent offseason, free agency, and then through the draft, all of, let's start with the draft, let's start with free agency first. Jordan Hicks, home run. Especially for the price point that they got him contractually. I mean, it's a fraction that a fraction of what C.J. Mosley got when he went to the Jets. Jordan Hicks led the NFL in tackles for the majority of the season. Now he's, you know, fifth, whatever it is. That's a home run. Robert Alford, we don't know yet, so we have to kind of, to be announced, that one. Incomplete so far. Terrell Suggs, everybody knew it was a money grab. The fact that they played him as much as they did, which it was just a disservice to everybody. He's an older guy. He's, he should be, as people say, a situational pass rusher. And you'll see him be utilized as that in Kansas City. And he'll probably crush it. He'll probably have, you know, a, a game-clinching strip sack fumble recovery or something. So I just kind of give him a pass. That's kind of whatever. Everybody knew what that was going to be. He wanted to come home. He wanted to get one final nice payday. Cardinals want to give him seven mil. So be it. So the off, they traded for Marcus Gilbert, and then he was out for the year. So I don't know exactly how to gauge that one. Marcus Gilbert has had a, had a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of injury concerns up till this point. He, he missed time, so I don't know if it's necessarily a surprise. The draft, though, most pundits rated or graded the Cardinals' draft between a, you know a a C and a D plus, and all of it was predicated upon the head of the snake with Kyler Murray, with so many questions surrounding if he was actually going to translate into the NFL. What turned out happening was the question marks were around Byron Murphy, who was supposed to be a home run, and Akeem Butler, who's on the IR, who didn't play at all this season. In the preseason, he wasn't very uh, impressive. Andy Isabella, nothing his rookie year. Nothing. He had one 80-plus yard touchdown against San Francisco on Thursday night, and that was it. Now he's jet sweep Andy. So, Deontay Thompson, towards the tail end of the draft, Oh, it's a safety from it's a defensive player from Alabama. I'm sure he's going to be a home run. He's shown flashes, but he's still young. Uh, Jalen Thompson, who they got in the supplemental draft from Washington State, he showed flashes, especially last week and the week before, that he could be a good safety in this league. And Buda Baker from you know a couple years ago is starting to come into his own. So S- Steve Keim hitches his wagon, rides the coattails of having Cliff, uh, Kyler Murray work out, and you have to give him credit for it. You have to, even though you don't want to, and I don't want to, you have to. Because it worked. It's working. It's worked. It's so final. Like, it, like he's now a 10-time Pro Bowler. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Cliff Kingsbury has shown competency, which people questioned when he came into the league. But overall, with the offseason and the draft, and again, we're grading on a curve here. This is like a C-minus student getting three Bs on three finals or three midterms. We're grading on a complete curve that Steve Keim has done better than what he has done in recent history. 
And that's really all you want your front office to do. Do better than last year. Do better. And he did, so you have to give him praise for it, even though you don't necessarily want to. But looks like he'll be sticking around for at least another year, or at least another seven weeks or so. If the Cardinals start 2-5 and five next year, he'll probably get canned. It's going to be a whole mess all over again, but I'm not jumping to that yet because it'll drive me crazy. Alex Clancy here, Locked on Cardinals. I will talk to you Monday. Hope you had a great Christmas, and have a great weekend. I'll talk to you then. Locked on Cardinals.